You're listening to the 40 Days of Praying for Revival Devotion. We have heard of repentance and tears and confession as a result of God coming near. But what of the joy and the freedom that is also seen? Revival is often a riot of joy. They are often marked with intense laughter, bellies bursting with joy, shrieks of delight and tears of those overwhelmed by freedom, true freedom. If ever there was a need for a revival of joy, it would be now. Think how serious we have become. Think about the faces on the bus or in the taxi. Ever looked at the people in the car next to you at the traffic lights? Did you see them smiling? What about the queue at the bank or in the supermarket? Were people beaming with life and joy? Or were they surviving, head down, focused, determined, overwhelmed, burdened, angry, bitter, impartial, uncaring, or just numb? A big do not disturb sign above their heads. Such is our life. Such is this world we live in. A smile is a rare thing. Joy isn't found. What about a revival of joy? What about some laughter from heaven? Let's remember, there are no tears in heaven, only continual bliss and adoration and fullness of joy. When we pray for revival, we're asking for heaven to come to earth. And if there's no tears in heaven, and if there's fullness of joy in heaven, then we're asking for earth to be filled with the fullness of joy for earth to be as it is in heaven. David said of the Lord, he said, in your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Psalm 16, fullness of joy. In other words, the absolute maximum possible experience of joy is found in the presence of God. When he said, at your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. What he's saying is that no greater pleasure will we ever have than to be with God. Once we've tasted the goodness of God, the absolute bliss of being near to Him, we are ruined for anything else life could offer us. Nothing else can even come close. To encounter Him is to encounter true rest. It's to arrive home, to be released from every heavy burden in life. Come to me, all you who are weary, and I will give you rest. How many weary people can you think of that need an encounter with the joy, burden-destroying, soul-satisfying Jesus that we see in the Bible? You know, wherever Jesus went, there was this trail of great joy, people getting healed, saved, delivered. Could our God actually want us to be happy? I think so. When revival hits Samaria in Acts chapter 8, it says as a concluding remark to, to all the great works and miracles that were done, that there was great joy in that city. Come on, people. Don't we want to have great joy in our city? Well, that's revival, and that's what we're praying for. David said this in Psalm 27. He said, one thing I have asked of the Lord, and this is what I will seek, inquire for and insistently require, insistently require that I may dwell in the house of the Lord in his presence all the days of my life to gaze and behold his beauty, his, the sweet attractiveness and the delightful loveliness of the Lord and to meditate, consider and inquire in his temple. 
These are the words of someone who has found what he's looking for. He just wants to gaze, behold, be near, dwell. These are the words of a hedonist, a Christian hedonist. He can't get enough. This is all he wants and this is all he's seeking. You know, life is a search of pleasure. We're always looking for what makes us feel good. We buy what is desirable to our eyes and we satisfy our flesh with things that we think will be enjoyable to our senses. But as much as we can get in this world, it seems the search never ends. There's this hole that can never be filled. And we know because King Solomon tried and he failed and he said, whatever my eyes desired, I did not keep from them. I did not, did not withhold my heart from any pleasure for my heart rejoiced in all my labor. Then I looked on all the works that my hands had done and the labor in which I toiled. And indeed all was vanity and grasping for the wind, grasping for the wind. That is what we arrive at when we set our pleasure on anything but God. How many people are trapped in this grasping for the wind. They are around us every day. So when we pray for revival, we're praying for their freedom. We're praying that they would find the true joy, the one who can satisfy them completely. We are praying for our city to be released from the burdens of sin, sickness, Satan, and excessive stress and the burden of life. So let's keep asking and keep seeking for this revival because it's going to be incredible. It's going to be the most amazing thing we've ever seen. There is going to be great joy and this is what our city needs. This is what our loved ones need. This is what our, our colleagues need. This is what our neighborhoods need. We need the joy of heaven to come down to earth. So let's pray. Lord, we bow our hearts, we bend our knees. Send revival and start with me. Pour out your spirit in an unprecedented way. May all who hear be saved today. May all who are saved proclaim the way. Lord, send a revival and start with me. Thank you for listening.